Hi, I'm Stacy, and this is the Creative Table Podcast, a place where everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. I want to apologize right now. I think I'm having some audio issues with my microphone, and so I'm hoping that you guys will stick it out because I think this is a great episode, and hopefully by the next episode, I will get these issues resolved. Hang in there. Perseverance pays off. So I'm going to confess something to you. I mean, eventually I'm going to confess a whole lot of things because sometimes when it's just me and this microphone here in this room, I actually lose my mind a little bit and I will enter the confessional. All right, back to today's confession. I love instant gratification. I always have. If there is a way for me to see results or gain something instantly, I will try to find it. And I admit, I'll admit to you right now, I know full well that I am missing out on part of the magic and the journey that it takes to get to something with hard work and perseverance. But this has been my default for as long as I can remember. Okay, here's a second confession for the day. I'm a control freak. Wait, I have a third one for you. I don't like change. Wow, you got a three-fur confession on this episode. So when you add all of those fantastic, totally not filled with pride traits together, what you get is the opportunity for a ton of life lessons. I mean, let's be honest. With just those three things, I provide God with ample material to teach me every single day. And that doesn't include the myriad of other things I won't yet confess to you. Now, if you know me at all, there may be a part of you that is now scratching your head and thinking, but how does that work with all of the artsy-fartsy stuff she does? Well, let me tell you. None of the artistic mediums that I am drawn to lend themselves at all to instant gratification, control, or lack of change, otherwise known as stability. As a matter of fact, all of my artistic endeavors lend themselves to God's tool bag of life lessons. The irony is not lost on me. For the sake of this episode, I am going to be reflecting on the artistic medium that I am most drawn to, both to gaze upon and to practice, watercolor painting. I was trying to remember when I started to paint. I suppose it actually started with a similar medium called alcohol inks about 15 years ago. However, with the actual watercolors, I picked up a brush about six years ago. I stumbled across an artist on Facebook named Melanie April, and she was offering a class on watercolor galaxies. I was sold. Sign me up. I paid my $15, I ordered my supplies and my paints on Amazon, and I waited until they arrived. The day everything came to my doorstep, I set up my dining room table, laid out my watercolor paper pad, filled up my mason jar with clean water and sat down with my tablet open and the videos queued up. In less than an hour, I was going to have a beautiful galactic masterpiece ready to frame and wow my husband with. I would soon be painting works of art by request of my friends and my family, and my artistic heart would once again be filled up with this new skill. Cue the tears and the toddler-like temper tantrum. What the heck was this jewel-toned nightmare that I just stepped into, and how do I get out of it? No, no, I don't want to quit. 
I will master this medium if it's the last thing I do. And I ripped off the muddy piece of paper from my pad and started again. You won't get the best of me, I muttered under my breath as I dipped my brush back into the replenished clean water and started again. Muddy page after muddy page and too many swear words to count, I pushed back from the table in tears and frustration. There would be no masterpiece tonight, no instant gratification, no control, and the soggy pieces of watercolor paper strewn across the table were testament that nothing with this medium was stable and that change happened with every single brushstroke. See, those of you who think I'm always creative, it doesn't always come easy. I would venture to say every creative person has battled with some part of their process and chosen outlets. I can offer much of the same, these same frustrations with weaving and photography, both of which hold the second and third spots on my list of favorite creative processes. All right, so clearly I stuck with watercolor. And through that, I have learned not only much about the medium and how to grow in my mastery of it, but God has also taught me many, many life lessons through the process of learning to watercolor. Here are just a few that I want to share with you. Lesson one, let it go. Now you can start singing the Frozen theme song because it would be appropriate. However, I mean, let go of control. One of my favorite ways uh, to watercolor is a technique called wet on wet. It's where you wet the paper or a portion of it, and then you place your wet paint on that wet paper. Now, have you ever tried to control water from running all over a table or a countertop? Or when a child spills a drink at the table and the liquid runs almost faster than you can get a cloth to wipe it up? Well, that can be what happens as you learn to paint. When wet hits wet, you never know exactly what is going to happen. It might spread just the way you were imagining, or it might not spread at all, or it might mix with the wrong color and make brown in a place you didn't want brown at all, or it might spread much farther than you expected. Even the watercolor experts don't understand exactly what will happen. Remember, that little confession of instant gratification? Well, patience, or lack thereof, goes hand in hand with that one. To really master this technique, a little patience is required. And even with patience, there is no instant gratification. However, when you offer that patience, the results shine. You watch as you place your color-laden brush down on the place you have laid the water down, and the beauty of the paint exploding is mesmerizing. But in order to get to this place, you have to be willing to let go of control. That water and that paint is going to go where it wants. Trying to control it will only bring frustration and you will miss the beauty in the process as you watch the pigment settle and come to its full character when it dries. The same can be said with life. If we try and control it, we miss the actual journey along the way. If we'll just sit back and let God take us where he wants to take us, we get to see the beauty of it come to its full character. Lesson number two, hold life loosely. When you paint with watercolor paint, and actually with acrylics as well, 
you learn that a tight grip on your brush does not bode well for a good flow in your method. When we hold a brush tight, our strokes have hard edges and are very defined, and that is not usually the look you want in watercolor. Watercolor lends itself to a soft, flowy look. You sense movement when you look at a watercolor painting. When you hold your brush tightly, your hands get cramps. Your arm muscles get tired, and the need to step away arrives out of exhaustion instead of simply needing to step away to wait for something to dry or to get a new look later on, which is coming in a further lesson. I have learned the same principle in life. Hold it loosely, all of it. We are promised nothing but the moment we are living in right this second. This can go hand in hand with control when we hold life tightly usually based around our fears, we end up trying to control things we have no business controlling and buying into the illusion that we could really control it anyway. We can hold too tightly and overwork or overthink too many things that aren't ours to hold or worry about, which can lead to driving our family, our friends, and our coworkers crazy. And we will exhaust ourselves trying to micromanage fears instead of opening our hands up and saying, God, I trust you to take this. I trust that you have my best interest in your plan. What results is a life filled with beautiful movement, a masterpiece that magnifies the, the artist. Lesson number three, sleep on it. With watercolors, the pigment in the paint gets absorbed right along with the water as it dries, leaving the colors more muted than they appeared while they were wet. In other words, once the painting has dried and settled, it will look much lighter in color than it did when it was wet. The colors will also continue to blend as they dry. It doesn't mean that you can't bring more color and vibrancy into the painting, but you need to see it in a different light before you do that. When you look with fresh eyes in the morning, the painting you thought that was a muted mess might just surprise you. It's like finding something new on the paper. This happens in life as well. We get ourselves worked up over something only to see it differently and with more understanding when we see it in the light of a new day. For example, in a conversation with a friend, you might realize that what was said was said out of fear by the other person and not with the intent to be hurtful. It was about them and not you at all or vice versa, and you know that you actually need to go and make amends with that person. The point is, don't be too quick to jump to conclusions. See how things look with fresh eyes in the morning light. Indeed, just like his mercies are new every morning, we should seek to walk in the same way. Lesson number four, progress is visible with perspective. The thing about watercolor is you cannot see the progress except for through the lens of perspective as each stage is completed. You might need to wait until it dries to layer colors. You might need to let the paint flow where it will and work within the places it is settled. Sometimes the painting looks amazing close up and horrible from a few feet back or the opposite. Perspective brings an important view. We may think we haven't improved at all in whatever it is that we're doing. But if we turn around and look back at where we started, we can very clearly see the improvement that we've made. Same thing goes in life. God will allow us to view what he has brought us through, but we actually have to get through it first before we can turn around and see it from a different vantage point and a new perspective. 
So there you have it, a few life lessons through my process of learning to paint with watercolors. It's truly the artistic medium next to weaving that brings me to a place of amazing peace and calm and connection with God. Now, I could not say that six years ago. However, I have learned so much and I have so much more to learn. I love it when I have an entire afternoon to do nothing but paint. And that hasn't happened for a long time, which is something I need to remedy. I truly feel like those are some very special times for my heart and my soul. I pray that you have an outlet that brings you the same sense of peace and connection. We all need that, especially in this culture that, that craves all of the things at warp speed. You know, like those confessions of an instant gratification junkie who is also a change-hating control freak. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, would you share it with a podcast-loving friend? And until next time, go out and find a creative way to make someone smile.